Have you ever tried coconut oil pulling? Um, uh-uh. I mean, I even use, well, of course, mouthwash, pain pills, and um, what they call it, and olive oil. I heard olive oil. Well, I've read olive oil, which I've used it before. Virgin olive oil helps with the infection and soothe the tooth or what have you. So it's soothe down the way I could do do a little something. Something that's right. I'm I'm, I'm working with an injury, ladies and gentlemen. I'm working with an injury. Uh, injury. So how you been? Um, I've been good. I've been all right. Busy. Uh, I've been. I do so many things. And sometimes it's hard to. Like I, you know, it's like one time I, when I take one hat off, I put another hat on, and so that always kind of keeps me going. Yeah, cause I, I see you. We last talked. You did some stand up comedy. Um, I saw so a video that you posted. I, I, yes, I have two two of my performances. I do have on YouTube. Um, and then I have my first actual performance, like my first book performance, um, on the 18th of this month. Um, so oh. a little bit about that. Um, it's an adult content show and my, my jokes are definitely adult content because a lot of it's based on my work. Um, so mm -hmm. it, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited at the same time. My whole family is coming. So to crack jokes about prostitution in front of my family is going to be a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but I'm not, they know what I do. So I'm not really like, I'm not shy in my general life about those things. Mm -hmm. um, and then plus also with, you know, thinking that I'm on the spectrum, um, mm -hmm. it is what it is for me. So I don't really pussyfoot around things. If, if that's what's happening, then that's what's going on. And, and I do consider myself a full service sex worker. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah, the jokes come from that. I, I feel conflict about that a little bit because mm -hmm. uh, really the comedy is to with the intention of getting out of sex work. Um, mm -hmm. So like someone had put it to me this way and I thought it made perfect sense talking about word spells. And mm -hmm. like, I feel like sometimes that the basis of my jokes being on my sex work keeps that energy in my life. And I was really trying to head a different way. But everyone who I suggest that to, um, well, most everyone except for one person who had said the word spell thing, um, is like, no, that that's what people find funny. And it, it's true. I do find that um, if I'm kind of like wavering a little bit in my set, if I feel like maybe what I'm not really hitting the audience, I might a buzzword, you know, like the fact that I, I do escort or or the fact that I'm in porn or, you know, mm. like it's a kind of a quick go-to for me because everybody's going to laugh because they're a little bit uncomfortable, <laughs> but for me, it's everday life. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, let me rein it back in. I have my first show on March 18th, so I'm excited. That journey still continues. Um, I've met a lot of cool people. One night I went to go to the open mic that I perform at in um, Oakland, which is at Rob Benz. Shout out Rob Benz. It's uh, Marshawn Lynch bought a restaurant for his mom and they host mm. a comedy open mic on Friday nights. Um, so I, I go and I perform there. It's the host uh, is, there's two hosts. The, the, the kind of like promoter of the show is Lewis Belt, who has Juicy Much Comedy. And the host of the show is a gentleman named Skinny Buff, who is just really hilarious. So these are all the people, you know, that I've been going and, and practicing my jokes with. That's another thing that makes it kind of hard is because like where my show is, is a completely different demographic than where I practice at. Um, mm -hmm. So kind of trying to find a little balance. There's some jokes that I tell in Oakland that they just wouldn't get in Reading. Um, but my one of my go-to jokes is like pretty universal. Um, so I, I'm, as you can tell, I'm just a little bit nervous. Um, I, I enjoy porn, but as time goes on, it keeps getting more expensive to make and it keeps getting more dangerous to make. And oh, I yeah. about those things, you know, it's like, we had a big production hold and then all of a sudden, you know, they, they lift the production hold for us to go to AVN, but a lot of more senior mm -hmm. creators were not interested in working at AVN because they were like, mm -hmm. I have enough content stored up for me not to have to risk my body like this. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, you know, as much as I, 
I enjoy my career and my path um, in porn. I feel like it's kind of coming maybe. Uh, Sarah J always says, don't say that you're going to retire. So I'm not retiring. That's not what's happening. I still plan on putting out content, but I have been focusing my energy on different things. Um, I My high goal in life is to be a Proverbs 31 woman. Um, I know mm-hmm. a lot of that path is being a wife. I don't ne- think I'm necessarily be ready to be a wife yet, but there's a lot of things in there. You know, that it's a value <laughs> system. Uh, this woman has her own businesses and she supports the needy and she takes care of her family and she cooks and she, you know, she makes investments and she does all of these things. Uh, so when I started looking at my life and my path, and, and also the fact that I am an ordained minister and I have had the opportunity to utilize that skill a couple of times, um, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, like what I'm doing is not aligning with what I say I want my life to be or what I say I want mm-hmm. my life to look like. Um, so I was like, okay, let me start leaning more into these Proverbs 31 activities. So I've been doing a lot of... Um, clothing making um i i work with a clothing brand called the dope era so i've been recycling their streetwear into different clothes um a lot nice. of their are very ma- i'm sorry what was that that's very nice yeah yeah um a lot of their clothes are very masculine so i've been kind of making things like with a little bit more feminine flair i've been mm. also making some different purses and um like you know, just kind of focusing on activities that are outside of video because, mm-hmm. dog, it's like, first of all, selling pussy during the holidays is already rough because people are taking their money and they're giving that to their families. This is, I put this mm-hmm. in my comedy set. Like, it, pussy's always slow during the holidays. So, because people, <laughs> people they're spending their money on other people. That, buying that is a luxury for them, but they're buying gifts for their cousins and their families and stuff. So um, then on top of that, you know, January comes, they put us on a production hold from video and Mm -hmm. all of that is very scary. It did not feel sustainable, even if I had passion for video, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've just been kind of really focusing on some different things and and what's new and what's next for me. Um, Mm -hmm. It's also hard. Like uh, the producers never really picked me up. They were like, I don't know what the qualm was. Um, and I, when in the business community, when you don't get an opportunity, you can ask the person, hey, like, do you have any coaching opportunities for me? So that when I try with the next person that I might be successful. Um, but that's not something that works really in porn. I feel like porn mm-hmm. is the only industry that I've ever been in where the more experience you have, the more negative it is. Because they're like, oh, we didn't get that first. We didn't get your first oh. agency. We didn't get your first See, there. Nah, hold on. Wait one second. Hold up. I got to speak to the smokers. And then we can really get this thing going. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. You know who I am. Kevin Office of the Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with allmyleaves.com backslash porn rap star. Also, three, excuse me, four wonderful sponsors to tell you about. The first one being the Facebook LS community, lsworld.com. Next up, the highest adult magazine in the game, horizonsmagazine.com. Next up, for you content creators, 90% profit. For your consumers, a new place to consume your triple X content. We're talking about excitebunny.com. And last but not least, award-winning, award-nominated, we're talking about smut with voiceover, and they even have shit for your Oculus. That's right. They have virtual reality. We're talking about blusherocker.com. We're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com and buy from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. Also, go to fullyswapradio.com in the mornings, five days a week, Monday through Friday, and listen to the Smokers Lounge over there as I chop up to with ladies like her and many of the best in the adult film industry from producers, directors, no telling who I might interview, but you ain't going to find out unless you go to fullyswapradio.com. Also check me out at skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGP LLC app. And as you was listening to this lady, go on and go on. You know who she is. You done heard her. You done seen her in the premium smoke room. You done heard her millions of times on this show. She's one of my favorite smoke buddies. The one, the only, the gorgeous, the sexy, who I've also got a little crush on. Kylie BBW, say hello to the smokers. Oh, the fans go wild. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. So sorry, I jumped off into everything so quickly. Oh, nah, nah, nah. We, we, 
We we love when you do that. So so we're gonna go back for a second because it was it's just a lot of things that you said. And as yes. far as your comedy is concerned. Yeah. As far as your comedy is concerned, I see no issue with you talking about your prostitution, about the porn, because the best comedy is based off of real life situations. Like I watched the Chris the, the, the Chris Rock special last night. And he mm-hmm. talked about uh, what happened between him and Will Smith. It was funny as fuck, but true. You know what I'm saying? And let's be honest. Some of the funniest stories I've ever heard came from escort, came from prostitutes. Because <laughs> some of the shit y'all have to deal with, especially with clients, is kind of comedy, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of material there. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I include in my jokes is that um, even though I started, uh, I only started stand-up comedy in October, but I've made thousands mm-hmm. of dollars off of it um, because mm-hmm. uh, one of the first jokes that I cracked was about how I have a heavy pussy and I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of a piece outfit, but now that I'm aging, I need to wear panties because they talk about your ball sagging, but they never talk about if you got a fat coochie, it's going to start sagging. <laughs> so, uh, so there was this kid, right? Not a kid, but a young man. Younger, I'm, I'm 40, so a young man who, mm-hmm. they put this joke online. And then mm-hmm. um, <laughs> this kid who followed the comedy people, he he been selling this pussy out ever since. Man, this is the <laughs> up of me. So, it's been, been, you know, uh, the cross-marketing is really going fantastic. (laughs) I can believe it. You know, because, see, also at the same token, that some of the fans that might be listening, they might go watch your porn after even hearing the comedy set. End up becoming, you know, members and subscribers because you're introducing your shit to a broader audience anyway when you're doing comedy. I really need to start being prepared with taking my cards and then also, I'm struggling a little bit with um, only being one person. So I mm-hmm. do not live where I do my comedy at. That's a three and a half hour drive. But then I also mm-hmm. have to drop my son off at his grandparents. So by the time I have got to the comedy show, it, I've been driving mm-hmm. for five hours. So mm-hmm. there is, like, when you see me at an adult entertainment event, you know, Kylie BBW is like, Full lashes, full makeup, hair, dress, mm-hmm. nails, everything. Um, but when I'm getting to this comedy stage, I look like a a, a middle-aged lesbian woman that's mildly <laughs> like, you know, because it's like I have so many other responsibilities that I'm handling, and mm-hmm. then also with the clothing thing has actually been mm-hmm. pretty successful for me. Um, I it took off really quickly. I started working um with this girl in the Bay Area. Um, shout out to my friend Dala. She um, is a promoter in the Bay Area, so she she gave me the opportunity to start making some different pieces for her. So, like, mm. for example, the last time that I had this problem, you know, it's like I drive five hours to get there. I go, I sign in on the comedy sheet. I go to her house. I drop off the clothes. I make sure that they fit because we had a photo shoot for her the next day, which I was styling. Mm. And then um, I Damn. go back. And I do my joke. So in that time, I don't have the time to do like hair, makeup, all the other shit. So when I when I hit the stage, I was in like Crocs, sweat, sweatshirt. So when I'm up there and I'm being like, yeah, I'm a famous porn star, prostitute, they're like, you ugly bitch. <laughs> I, know, I know I have my own sparkle and my own enamor and my own beauty when I don't have mm-hmm. my makeup on. But having mm-hmm. my hair and makeup really changes me. So um, I'm just, I am having a great time. But I do want, I'm trying to tighten it up. I'm trying to get all the pieces together. Um, mm. And it was so upset because, like, I I had got, I went a day early so I could alleviate this problem. And then um, when I got to the um, comedy thing, I was too late. The sign-up sheet was full. And I was like, for real, like, come on, man, mm-hmm. you know, I drive a long way. And the, the lady, Mama Comedy, she was like, nope, sorry, not tonight. And I, I knew with her pressing a hard line like that and her knowing that I came a long way, something, you know, like, okay, it is what it is. They really can't get me in. 
So then um, the host ended up doing like a little bit of practice and it ended up that the cast of Wild and Out was there, like three of them. Nice. There. So they ended up performing. So even though I was very tragically sad, you know, because like if I would not have done my hair and makeup, if I would have showed up bummy like I usually do, then I would have got to crack my jokes off. But I didn't. So I, um, I was like, is it really so bad? Like, who am I, Kylie, that I ha- get to say, oh, yeah, I was bumped by the Wild and Out cast. I didn't get a perform tonight because <laughs> Wild and Out <laughs> people did. So I was like, okay, yeah, that was sad, but, you know, it's going to be okay. I'm growing. I'm learning. I have a lot of support from, you know, other people who are already mm. on the path of celebrity um, and, and also, you know, other people who are new, um, shout out my friend, Lady Rock. Um, you can look her up on Instagram. Um, she does comedy there as well. Um, if you go to the, um, it's on, on Instagram, it's do too much ENT. Um, and then you could find, and the number two, it's do <laughs> the number two much ENT on Instagram and you can find um, all of the comedians that I'm talking about there if you're interested in those types of things and people um, but yeah just an amazing support system um, it's it, it, it just came as such a surprise because bro okay my friend had this birthday party and T.I. did stand up at his birthday party and it was like the first time T.I. did it and then shortly after that Too Short did it and it was like when I'm watching this I'm like in my mind, I'm like, okay, the natural, the next person in the natural progression of this series is obviously Kylie. <laughs> so yeah. I just asked them, you know, like, could you help me with this? And um, it's just been working out really, really well. Um, the only, this is such a stupid thing to be nervous about, but I need it to mm-hmm. be like a slow pace to kind of pop off because mm-hmm. I, my son went into the system twice associated with drug and alcohol problems, mental health problems mm-hmm. associated with sex work. And I, you know, got all of those things turned around. I have my son and I, he, I only have three and a half more years before he goes to college. So I, that's where my focus is. It doesn't matter, you know, what opportunity comes knocking until this mission is done. I can't go. And, you know, that's a lot of times too, even for me, a stifling part of collab. Mm-hmm. It's like people, you know, they're like, well, can you come and do this and meet me at this time or do this? And, and mm-hmm. it's just like, I would love to, but I have to move on school breaks because it's only me. Mm-hmm. It's me and only me. I don't really have a lot of family support. Um, so, you know, just uh, as far as the comedy and, and everything is going, I just really, when my son transitions to his next part of life in three and a half years. Mm-hmm. I feel that many doors are on the path of opening very wide um, right now. So just staying diligent with the things that I'm doing. Um, I just got a pretty big opportunity. It hasn't, I haven't had like the opportunity to work yet, which is good because mm-hmm. I had a, a lot of catastrophes in my house this week. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I made this jacket out of a blanket. I always say the hood loves. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw that on your uh, on your page. I was like, man, you 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 a woman that has many many talents. Really. I really am, and that's what I was saying in the beginning of the interview when I said I was trying to lean into the activities of a Proverbs thirty one woman. One of them mm-hmm. is that uh, it says her her family has no clothes for fear for winter because they're all clothed in uh, velvet. And um, mm-hmm. so I just kept having it impressed upon my heart to turn this blanket into a jacket for my, mm-hmm. um, I have a new girlfriend and her, her grandma is 101 years old. And she just reminds me so much of my grandma. I come from a Hispanic background and mm-hmm. um, just that jacket, if you have the opportunity to see it, it has the Virgin Mary on the back, big roses, it's way Latina flair. And I just kept thinking, like, my grandma would love this jacket. I bet this lady would also love this jacket. Uh, so mm-hmm. even though we weren't, like, you know, it's a budding. Fr- that's a very, it's not, like, aggressive, but it's not a common 
day and age type thing for people to sew things for people. So like when you're new, becoming new friends and it's like, oh, here, I may do this thing. Sometimes people don't really know how to react to that, but it kept, I, I kept feeling like getting this impression right to do it. So man, it busted the doors wide open. Um, another person saw the work and they had been looking, they have a venture in Vegas. Um, shout out executive friends. And um, they are going to give me the opportunity to cut and sew some things with them, which they think is going to open a big door, which was really my intention. Um, so I think that all of these things that are happening, you know, right now are, I just got a lot going on, dog. It's like everything is coming up. Private. But see, I think, I, I think what it is, is kind of, there's yeah, something you were saying when you came back when, 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 we, when we were talking about the porn. A lot of girls been saying that they've been scaling back on the boy-girl content, more so okay. focusing on their fetish. Actually, this is about to be the year of fetish, because a lot of girls going to be doing a lot of fetish work lately. And a lot of it has to do with what's going on with testing, TTS, the work stoppages, um, and and everything. So it what, what you're doing is kind of not a shock. Is actually what's going on in the industry anyway, because a lot of girls are trying to find other means than just doing boy-girl content. Well, not only that, but I heard this young gentleman, um, it was like some sort of blurb on social media, but the young man said um, that streamers are making way more than rappers, and I think mm -hmm. that come the truth also for part um that if we were to transfer to sfw content that we mm -hmm. would be more money by being able to access the streaming platforms because instagram is pressing a hard motherfucking line on uh content creators you know adult work content creators everybody i know has had their instagram deleted literally everybody some people who don't even post their spicy content on there, you know? Um, so, yeah, just looking at different opportunities, you're right. It's going to be, I don't know. Like, when I went to AVN, like, it's, I went, I was, I was, I didn't know how to feel about this situation. So, I, my girlfriends had told me that one of the people that I was working with, that um, they don't actually have sex in their videos. But I guess I couldn't, like, I didn't really conceptualize that, absorb it, understand it. Like, I heard it, but I didn't get it. So, um, yeah, because I, um, I know, I, I, allegedly, I've heard, like, in the case of, let's say, Gibby the Clown, that I heard Gibby might get head in the scene, but he don't necessarily fuck the girls a lot of times. Um, which kind of made sense why he can go so long pounding the fuck out of their asses without coming. But um, to be honest with you, porn stars got to have a, P a PG side of their content. Yeah. Because it, it the reason for it is because, like you said, there's no streaming for, for porn. The only streaming platform streaming is adult time. You know, period. And I'm pretty sure they're a little... It, it it they're a little it is a little difficult to get into their shit, you know. Period. Right. And then the, and then the other streaming platforms might be what AEBN, Hot Movies, you know. Period. Which I feel like AEBN has destroyed itself. I feel like if they're if somebody wanted to take over as the primary leader of the industry, they would really have the opportunity. <clears throat> that we received at AVN was trash. I understand that they um, got a new contract, but it was a motherfucking shit show. Um, I, I had messaged them and I was like, oh, you know, what process do we do create? Okay, so first of all, when I went to AVN the first time, um, I had been given a pass through my streaming services, like mm -hmm. uh, through uh, Streammate, but then when California banned um, gig workers and stuff that are like um, California changed the labor laws, so StreamMate mm -hmm. is not using California anymore. Um, so it didn't have access to that. So then the next time that I went, I got my pass through AVN Stars. But now that is also debunked too. So mm -hmm. I emailed them when before AVN and I was like, hey, what do I do to get my pass? 
And they were like, oh, well, you can contact, you know, these particular streaming services, which were services that I was registered for, but I wasn't really using. Like, my free cams is a co-host, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, couldn't get access to a pass. So, eventually, I ended up buying a pass because I had other opportunities there that I needed mm-hmm. to meet, right? So, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, shit, okay, if I paid you guys the $350 for the pass, then, um, you know, it's going to be five star. It's going to be all access. But it wasn't. Um, I'm sure they mm-hmm. had to pay more for their contract with Resorts World. I understand they had trouble finding a home. Um, but, mm-hmm. like, they, we didn't. And, and two, and two, and two, did. Food. and like, two. Anything that I was used to as a performer from previous AVNs was gone. Mm-hmm. They, they used to have a makeup lady they would let us use gone none of that so i had to pay for it Mm. on top of the fact that there were less services and then in the end they uh i i signed up for like um for a signing time at the avn booth and Mm. uh they messaged me and they were like oh where do you want us to email your pass and i was like well you i've been going through this process with you for a month and you made me buy one so why don't you reimburse me my 350 dollars and she was like oh no we can't do that and i said that's fucked up time out from conversation because um i'm really upset right now i was pissed i was so mad <laughs> i went and sat in the pineapple lounge and was like trying to like <laughs> recollect myself because you know it's just like that that was their lack of miscommunication that was that was their disorganization i understand um from other people in the industry that a couple years ago they fired their staff so they're working with all new staff but it was fucking terrible dog and there's no avian there's no like that's not a that's not a good revenue stream for us anymore no because see because see but see that's the reason why i tell girls you can't be dependent on just the boy girl content, especially this day and age. You got to dip into your fetish bag. You got to find other means within the sex work world to generate income other than boy girl. Because with the fact that these testing, the way the testing been going, the way the workshop has been going, you know, period. It is and then with you, because once again, because we're talking to many ladies that got stuff going on outside of the adult film industry yes. that makes them money. You got your comedy. You got your clothing. So it's you're not dependent upon the boy-girl content. You're not dependent upon porn to generate income, you know, period, which is a blessing in disguise because let's keep it 100. Everybody has a shelf life when it comes to this business. At some point, right? Either you get you even get too old for it, or you transition to something within the industry where you're no longer in front of the camera. Not everybody stay in front of the camera right. the whole time, you know. Period. So, because even to the point, like when you were talking about, like with the companies, he, these companies, yeah, they 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 still got their uh, that thought process of, but damn, she she already did anal. What can I do? Uh, she did this. She did this. I, she, we're not the first. I hate to tell them, there's no female in this day and age that you're going to get that's 100% green. Meaning that she's fresh off the boat. We never seen them. She never done nothing on camera or nothing. Because majority of these girls are even going to be on Instagram or they're going to have OnlyFans. So they kind of fool themselves when they do that. Uh, well, I mean, I think really when producers are shopping, that's not the aspect that they're looking for to be green. They're looking for her not to know, like, what, you know, what her value is. Because the reality mm-hmm. is, like, any time that I've been offered a shoot, they're offering me between 600 and $800. And people in this industry, you know, you don't get, pop off on porn because shit is going good. So a lot of people don't have accounting experience. So they're mm-hmm. looking at it like, oh, I'm making $600. But by the time I have my hair done, my nails done, I wax my coochie, that's $100 right there. Um, you know, that money yeah. is, is it's basically just a trade-off to get onto that person's platforms because they're investing the money that they're paying you. And get put, you got to pay for your own testing. It's $300 now that you got to do this. But see, but see, but see, but see, you got to understand, back when I came in the game, there was more companies like a girl can go to like for example let's say if you started in 2008 
you could go to California for a month and clear close to 50 to 100 grand because they had that much work. You were shooting back to back to back. When DVDs went away, it dried up. You know, because I remember producers telling me, don't send the girls out here because what are they going to come out here for? One, one fucking gig? After they didn't pay their TTS, their airplane ticket, hotel, they breaking even if they if that. That's part of the reason why girls started escorting so heavy <laughs> in the first place, you know, period. So it's and then, and then two, do you really need the companies anymore? Because y'all can blow up on your own. Yeah, I, 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 me personally, I can really only speak for myself. I need a management. I need somebody that I can trust with my content. Um, a lot of the people who are managing girls' content um, is off, like offshore third-party customer service. And I don't trust that process. I don't trust that they are not stockpiling my videos to be sold at a later date and time on a back end that I don't know or understand, you know? Um, so for me, I... I do not make that much fucking money, dog. Like, I I was noticing, um, I've become a new fan of the girl Coco the Goat, and she posted uh, that she's made, like, $38,000 on her OnlyFans in the last uh, seven days. That's, like, how much I make a year. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that is not what is going on around here, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I know for me, a big part of it is that I'm trying to wear my mom hat and my designer hat and my comedy hat, mm-hmm. and I'm not wearing my customer service hat for my OnlyFans. So I have very dedicated and loyal fans who run me $15 a month to have access mm-hmm. to my page for me to tell them, no, I'm sorry, I can't send you any new videos. And another thing is... um you have to be careful of who you work with. Um, mm. when I was working with content companies, the um, IDs and the um, paperwork was like being exchanged and uploaded through WhatsApp. And because yeah. it was like running so fast and working and escorting and doing all of these things, I didn't take the time to download that. So then when those relationships failed, all of that information disappeared. So now yeah. if I don't have the the information of that of that person that I work with from a previous event, then um a lot of those people, because I don't work with that content company anymore, are not willing to either speak with me or give me their IDs uh, for me mm-hmm. to use my content. So it's like, well, see, they, they, that's what I understand with OnlyFans and Minivids, you can tag them now. Right. So, and I, it, I so appreciate that, but if you if you build your way up through a certain conglomerate of people, and then you mm-hmm. tag those people, they're gonna say no. They no. I, I Should they man, fuck their feelings? Damn it! If if no. you want many feeds and I ain't got your idea, where for whatever reason, yes, I will tag you. What the fuck you gonna say? Uh, no, you can't tag. Man, get the fuck out of here. See, that's the problem with a lot of people, is that a lot of people don't think with a business mind state. They 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 bring their personal fucking issues into this shit, you know. Period. And they hang ups. It's just like, for example, me and you shot and. For some apparent reason, you lost your twenty two fifty my twenty two fifty seven ID in my release form. Yeah, you if you can't get in touch with me, tag me. Oh, she must have lost this shit. I'm not gonna get mad. A person get mad because you tagged them is an asshole. Just like I don't understand when these girls shoot with these male talents, and these male talents don't even tag the girl in the video. What you worried about? You worried she gonna steal your fan base? Nigga, she gonna make more money than you anyway. Because she's a chick. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting industry, dog. That's for sure. Yeah. So, but I mean, but also part of it is you got to have the passion for this shit. See, that's part of the reason why I ended up retiring. I lost the passion. Because I ain't even going for it. I got sick and tired of It'll dealing. Beat it out of you. It will be. Yeah. It will- literally beat it out of you it's like i there's just so many things like opportunities that i've showed up for that the other party didn't show up for um you know people not considering me for certain things like it's, it's just really a 
a ridiculous place, you know? Nobody, you don't meet up with people and, and, and they are like, yeah, this is really going motherfucking great for me. Like some people, but not, not the majority dog, not the majority. Yeah, somebody go and get a job because the money's up and down, you know, period. It's just like, even though not, it, which is crazy because I got the action post to interview Miss Coco to go and I'm looking forward to it. Here's the kicker. She's hot now. The question is a year from now. Because see, anybody coming in year one, you're going you, you, you to get you you to a certain extent. It's about that year two. Because once the fan base got used to you, now it's about how they react. It's just like, for example, uh, a comedian. A comedian comes out. He says he's stick. He does his jokes, right? Does the joke still hit the same in year one as they do year two? You get what I'm saying? Oh, you know, I know because that's actually the key. That's actually the key of it. I was motherfucking shocked because I thought that I had to come up with new content every time I hit the stage. No, that's not what you do. You come up with five to seven minutes of jokes and you do those same jokes every single time to practice and that's your set and you get it honed in. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we're gonna see. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, because that's the that's the part of the business. It's just like even with me being retired, I still had to promote my shit. I still had to reintroduce new, you know, the scenes as if they are new. You know, period. That's the beauty of having multiple platforms. Right. You know, because it's only old to people that that has seen it. It's new to right. anyone else that haven't. You know, period. But yeah, the 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 sacrifice that we have to endure when it comes to our sex life, personal life, and all and all that when it comes to chasing this business, it does take a toll. And yeah, you know, sometimes it, it's the reason why some people step away from the business because it's mentally taxing, it's physically taxing, because shit, them scenes, just because just because it's fucking doesn't mean that we don't get sore, we don't get cramps. You know, some females have ailments that, you know, like I remember shooting with this girl named Jenna. Jenna, she had to take pain pills before we shot. And sniff some coke <laughs> before we shoot because of her pains, you know. So, yeah, it's it's that's why so many girls now are looking to do fetish because it's a little bit easier and not as taxing. And the fan right. base is a little bit more loyal and it's a little bit more lucrative because that fan base pays well for them fetishes, no matter what they are, you know. Pretty. Well, and the STDs are, like, the STDs are really just rampant, getting out of control. Like, <sighs> like it was like, they shut us down and they activated it back up. Uh, TTS has left the past conglomerate so they not really even in connection with what's going mm. on, which is the primary place that people really want to test through. Then you have, you know, Clear is still is still associated with PATH, um, but they're yeah. talking about updating the testing standards. God, I went to my own doctor when all this started. I went to my own doctor to try to get mm. swabbed, and they freaked out so bad that they tried to send me to the infectious health specialist, and I was like, it's not that serious, guys. And then when I, I was like, okay, so then I stopped trying to even do it through them because I was like, this is traumatizing to me because they were yeah. arguing with me that I didn't know what I was talking about. And I was like, look, you are a medical professional and I'm telling you there are changes that are happening in this realm. And instead of telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about, why don't you look up what I'm talking about and see? Yeah. So, um, you know, that had happened. And then when I finally did get with a female doctor and get them to do it to me, they wanted to insert the swab themselves. They like, I was like, testing place. They just let me go to the bathroom. Like they don't have it. swab is ass. Yeah. Like full full syrups to do the testing. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. This, this but see that's but see but see that's what's crazy because last year there was no such thing as swabbing. Then all of a sudden swabbing became the thing. Because, and because because the STDs are 
Chlamydia and gonorrhea are bacterial STDs. So they are locational. They are not in your full body. So the the they could not figure out why the STDs were so rampant in the porn community, even though we were testing. And the reason why is because they were living in our throats and our assholes. And I also think, which Jenna Love, she, you know, peer corrected me that we have to talk about both genders, but I think that there is a huge disconnect with the fact that the escorting pretty much is the force of the industry that you're going to do bareback blowjob. And a lot of these girls are out here escorting with clients, sucking their dick raw, and then coming back and doing their shoots. And, you know, like Jenna said to make sure, you know, that to say guys are also out doing promiscuous things. Um, which yes. I validate, but a man is not going to go bust down 10 women in one day. The, I, if I'm out strong arm hoeing, I'm going to fuck 10 people today. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that that is, um, I, I know people don't like when I say that. I know it's a bold thing to say, but I think it's something that we're kind of being delusional pretend about. That this but, see, but see, back in the day, companies would not hire an escort. Not that obvious. changed over time. That changed over time. But if they heard you escorted, you wouldn't get no work. You wouldn't get Natalie to work. They, you get black, it, it like this, you would get, it, it was the equivalent of a, a man that they found out that was doing gay porn or fucking a transgender. You would be black so yeah, doing any straight work. With any of those things. So if you ask me, I would tell you, based on my experience and what I have seen, that porn is the commercial for high-priced pussy. That's yeah. what you're doing it for. The intention is to escort because the porn is not paying me. I'm paying the porn. Yeah, because to be honest with you, that what girls used to do escorting for was, excuse me, used to do porn to boost their escorting, to boost their prices right. because now I'm a porn star, so you can't pay me as a regular prostitute. You can't. You got to give me that you got to give me that porn girl money. You feel that what I'm saying? Is still, that is still the rule. Because when I am out escorting, my quick visit is just over a little hundred dollars. But when mm. I was over, when I was in Vegas, if you saw me and you know our Kylie BBW, we talking 800 and up. And, you know, yeah. a lot of the girls, if I talk to other girls, they say that their intro price is 2000 but I've never been in a situation where 2000 was a realistic introductory price for me. Um, mm. You know, somebody got some more game than me. Some of these girls be lying. Some of these girls don't be getting no damn two grand. Yeah, not not I like that. Know that too, like, I, I spent a little time traveling with the girls, and I saw, you know, that my expectations were, you know, what I thought was going on wasn't really what was going on. Everybody has hard days. Everybody has good days. Um, mm -hmm. but I, for myself, the only thing I really wish is just, I had more time and dedication to managing my online presence. I think mm -hmm. that if I really was dedicated to that, that I probably wouldn't have to be out escorting, but you know, 26 mm -hmm. days out of the month, I'm somebody's mom. I'm sewing my clothes. I'm writing my jokes and four days out of the month, I'm out running it up. So I can do the other things that I like to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and a lot of girls, you know, <laughs> my family they crack jokes and they always be like don't get sex trafficked but really I'm out here trafficking my motherfucking self you have to put the same dedication and heart and principles of the concepts that a pimp would give you <coughs> to what you are doing you know like mm -hmm. you, you gotta push yourself you gotta be like bitch you wanna get up and do this you have to maintain those things in your mind um, so it's like you know just to participate in this game, you not, might not actually be being sex trafficked, but the activities that but you're it, participating in feel it, that way, look that way. Like if it looks like a duck and it talks like a duck style, you know. Yeah. Um, because because to be honest with you, it <clears throat> like for example, it used to be a time where a girl I, I never get talking to Miss Caution. She was the last one that was getting BBWs or think women that were getting a thousand person. You know, so that that that's not counting anal, they're just straight boy girl, you know, period. When the BB when these other middle companies start shooting BBWs, the price went down. Thus the reason why the girls had to escort. Because if I'm going out to California, let's just hypothetically speaking, I go out to California. 
I got to be able to make enough money to pay bills when I get home and to get my ass home, you know, period. One or two scenes ain't going to cut it because if they're paying, let's say, 500 per scene, right? Right. You do two scenes. That's a thousand dollars that you made. That ain't shit. That ain't shit. When you have girl, when when you sit there and make a thousand within the first three, first two hours of your ass got them posting up, you know, period. So it was kind of like it was a necessity. Plus, let's just be honest. When the fans come to see porn stars, they're not coming for an autograph. You know, period. <laughs> Man. They're not coming for an autograph. No. Are not. One time I had this guy in L.A. He he. Te- I was in L.A. He texted me for multiple days. I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. I said, okay, whatever. So, because a lot of times when people say that, they are not spending money. <coughs> so he gets to the room, right? So we go to, to do the do. And he has me, like, with both of my legs in the air, right? But he had me hold his cell phone like this in front of my face. And he had my Jeff model scene playing. And he wanted to role play that he was Jeff. Or J. Crew, really. But he wanted to role play that he was Jeff from Jeff's models and, and watch it on his phone. They're wild, dog. There's some really wild shit that goes on, like, with these people yeah. in the and sometimes it's like really creepy because you don't know how much that they're watching you or how much that they're a fan of you so like sometimes people will bring up things and I'll have to be like look I'm not really comfortable talking about that you know like it's hard boundary I'm not talking to you about my kid um you know like I'm not uh one time somebody asked me my if my sister was my sister and my sister um she has special needs so I was just Mm -hmm. like felt extra, um, you know, protected. Like, why, first of all, how do you know that's my sister and why are you asking me that? Um, so, you know, because I don't want somebody to be, like, predatory on her. She would not have the mm-hmm. capacity to understand that, you know, somebody was not trying to be just nice to her, but trying to, you know, it's a weird motherfucking place. I have people, mm-hmm. like, for example, my persona, Kylie BBW, is from Oakland. I call that mm-hmm. the gentrifier hoe because I always feel a little bit disrespectful because, like, it's disrespectful to be a girl from the Valley and say you're from Oakland. Like, that is not a cool thing to do. But that is where my celebrity persona resides. That is where I tell people I'm from because I've had two separate people show up at my house. Um, one really? of them, um, you know, knocked on the door. And when I came down, I was like, how the fuck did you even find me? And then um, the next one really? let himself in my house and walk like halfway up the stairs. And me and my son was sitting in the living room and I was like, we're looking at him like, what the fuck is going on? And then he tried to pretend it was his friend's house, but yeah. that he knew me. And I was like, wait, what are you talking He's like, I let myself in because I thought this was my friend's house, but I know who you are. And I'm like, regardless, dog, like, yeah, there's heat in here. There's a lot of heat in here. So do you want to die? Like, I didn't know. Like, you know, like, like I, I put myself in a lot of situations and I grew up in a family where, you know, my dad was a Vietnam vet. So I am mm-hmm. prepared for all situations at all times. And, um, but yeah, so. Is your dad, you know, you as, your dad, you know, you're a celebrity because if it's to the point where they know family, they know certain things about you. That's, that's celebrity so shit. So wild. Or like when I tried to like do, when I first moved to where I live and I tried to do the dating apps, it, it's so yeah. creepy dog. This is how they do it. You'll be sitting there, you're chilling, you're having a nice time vibing, and they'll be like, I know you. Oh, what do you mean you know? I I know you. Like, no, okay, first of all, are you saying that you know my work? Are you saying that you've seen me online? Because, like, instantly when they say that, you have now become a trick fan who got past the boundaries. Like, that's mm-hmm. not, if you led with that, then it's like, okay, cool. Now I have the opportunity to decide whether I want to see you or not. Um, but when people like just spring that on me and we've been hanging out, then I'm, it's a total turnoff for me. It's an instant turnoff. Yeah. You really have to protect yourself because. Yeah. I, because you don't know if they like you because you're a porn star. They like you because you're a person. They, that it's always because I'm a porn star. Ever since I've been a porn star, it's just because I'm a porn star. 
Like everybody wants to fuck. Nobody really wants to date. Plus in 2022, I think that what the concept of what dating is, people really, you know, have strayed away from. And like, for me, I'm a single mom. And I just don't have the time for anybody to be taking away from the table. And I just don't feel like the men of 2022 are suiting up and showing up to the table like they need to. For example, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who want to fuck me, right? Well, in the last week, my house has flooded. So most of my personal belongings in my room have been destroyed, right? So I've had to uninstall and reinstall a washer by myself. I've had to move a mattress by myself. And all these people who claim they are trying to court me, I love you so much, I'm your biggest fan. None of them was willing to stand up and say, you know what, I'm gonna be doing these things because this five foot two woman doesn't need to be moving a king mattress by herself. So Mm -hmm. I don't really feel that there's anybody, you know, who is stepping to me in a way where I would be like, yeah, I want to open the door to receive this. Like nobody ran to Home Depot for me today. I had to go to Home Depot. I had to repair the washer. I have to do all that. Like, so I just, until somebody steps into my life that has some like old world values, (laughs) knows how to fix some things. Like, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see this new, this new era. Men don't court the women no more. As my grandma would used to say. You know, period. They don't take the time out to get to know the woman. You know, because like with you, I'm sorry, you a gorgeous ass woman. You you beautiful. You know, period. I, I was like, because you had put up an old picture of you one time. I said she was gorgeous then and she gorgeous now. Ain't nothing changed but the age. <laughs> you know, but no, but men don't court. Even like, it with me, me being over marriage, what have you. I'm the kind of dude I like to get to know, even with porn, even when I was doing content trade, I wanted to get to know the lady before we worked together. The reason why I established trust and comfortability, and two, also, well, because I knew some of them escorted, how much could I trust this woman sexually? Because is do, do she practice safe sex with her clients or not? Do I need to worry? You know, oh. any of that shit. But... I'm still there. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here, baby. But um, it just, to me, guys don't take the time out to get to know, but that's because there's so much you find out about a person because we put so much shit on the internet about ourselves personally that it makes them feel that they know us, and they don't. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? (coughs) Can you hear me? We'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Yeah. Oh. 